Welcome to the Career Happiness Podcast. My name is Soma Ghosh. I am a careers advisor and the career happiness mentor. This is the second season of the podcast. So if you haven't already listened to all 26 episodes from season one, please go back and check out the list of episodes that are relevant to you. In this season, we'll be talking to more exciting and interesting guests. I'll be talking about job hunting and how you can get noticed more on LinkedIn and be more visible so that you can get a promotion and pay rise. We will also be looking at confidence, self-worth, and also how you can be career happy in relation to your health and overall well-being. So if you are looking for some inspiration in your career and you want to move forward into the next phase for 2020, please stay tuned and listen to the podcast. Hey everyone, so in this episode I'm going to be talking about returning to work after an illness and I'm going to be giving you three top tips to help with this. So I was doing a little bit of research around um, career happiness as always and career advice and this is a topic that I know a lot of people have asked me questions about previously and I've worked with clients who've had illnesses before and I have recovered from an illness and gone back to work and also I've recovered from an illness and um, had a pause in my business and come back to it and so I thought it was appropriate to talk about this because firstly with everything that's going on with COVID-19 I think this is very important because some people may have had COVID-19 and recovered obviously some people haven't which is extremely sad Um, but there are a lot of people who have had other illnesses at this time and have had to have operations and had to have several other things go on with them and our health is our biggest asset everybody like I'm sure you all know that I'm sure you've heard this before but without our health we cannot do anything in life And you guys know my story. You guys know that I talk about health, well-being a lot for lots of different reasons. Not just because my mental health has been affected and my physical health has been affected numerous times. But because my father died when I was extremely young and he had a lot of ongoing health issues. um, Of which I think a lot of them were related to work stress and lots of things that unfortunately happened to him. So I want everybody to be as healthy and as happy as possible. Honestly, that's what the career happiness is. The career happiness mentor and this podcast is all about. So firstly, I just feel like if you are not valuing your health right now and you're burning out or you feel like you have to please everybody and you're not prioritizing, um, you know, your own well-being, whether that's mental or physical, then you know, you're doing a major, 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 major disservice to yourself. And the women who come to me, a lot of the time, they aren't looking after themselves, they aren't exercising or eating properly, or if they are eating properly, they're not exercising, or something is missing. And a lot of the time, one of the reasons why career happiness is missing is because they've been ill and they want to go back to work, or they're still kind of recovering from an illness and they're thinking about what they can do to slowly go back to work 
And that is an approach that I am definitely on board with. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. But I just want to share with you three kind of very kind of practical, but also, um, you know, really kind of um, easy tips (laughs) for you to incorporate as soon as possible especially if right now you're listening to this and you're recovering from an illness or you're recovering from something or you have an ongoing illness that prevents you from you know showing up to work in the way that you need to because I think there are a lot of people out there who have certain illnesses like um, Crohn's disease diabetes that kind of thing and so their health is paramount to how they do their work right it is so firstly what I'm going to talk a little bit about is I'm going to talk about a tip that I know through my own personal experience. I'm talking to my clients who've had illnesses. Some of them have had um, quite life-threatening illnesses. Um, and when I've spoken to them about this, they have felt that they can't do this because they have to show up for work and be this superwoman. But it's so important. And I've been in danger of doing this as well. But the first tip is all around getting better first so I think a lot of the time we feel that we need to um you know be tough and not show our emotions and we need to be um this beacon of light for everybody and when we return to work or when we're doing the work that we love we can't show any signs of weakness and we can't you know tell people how we're feeling but In order for you to be the best version of you at work, your health needs to be better. So if you're not better first, if you know that you're still feeling a little bit weak or you know that you need to, you know, be working from home um, more than more than you should do, then tell your manager, tell your supervisor. I know for most of us, it's the norm to be working from home right now, but I'm trying to also do this episode in future tense as well for anyone who listens, because after the lockdown finishes, which I know will be quite a while away, you this may benefit anyone who has, you know, still recovering from a chronic illness or feels as though um, their health is not quite there yet. So make sure that you get better first. And the reason why I'm talking about get better first, I'm not talking about here just, you know, physically, but mentally as well, because when you've had an illness, when you've been in hospital, you know, you have been drugged up and you have been um, in a way given lots of injections and lots of things that perhaps you firstly didn't want to go through and secondly one of the things that I noticed when I was in hospital when I was ill quite a while ago is I never got any sleep when I was in hospital you don't sleep in hospital because you're hearing lots of different sounds and you're hearing lots of different things so the best way for you to recover is completely rest at home and to be better in yourself not just physically so you can make tea so you can cook so you can do all those things but mentally so that you can go for a walk on your own so that you can you know if you're using crutches for whatever reason that you can do all of that on your own so get better first within yourself physically and mentally know that you've got the strength to sit at your computer or if you do something a bit more manual that you can physically do that job manually you know all these things are really really important but the first tip that I want to say if you want to return to work after you've had an illness is to just get better (laughs) because until you get better and it might sound like a very logical step you can't go back to work you're gonna have to stay at home and take it easy and I I feel I really want to share this because I have a very driven mum 
and a driven sister who work really really hard by the way they motivate me a lot um and one of the things that I notice is they don't always prioritize their health and um when this happens (laughs) they suffer the consequences of this and I've seen this happen with my clients too time and time again they end up burning themselves out because they want to go back to normal they want to go back to work it's what they want to do and they're still not quite there yet so it's very very important that before you even think about going back to work you are better and you're better 101 percent it's not good enough for you to be better 90 percent and i remember when i was recovering when i came out of hospital i was like oh yeah i'll take a week off and i'll go back to work I ended up taking I think two or three weeks off because I needed time to fully recover you know I'd had um, a lot of blood taken and I'd had lots of tests and you know I was still in a lot of pain from all the things the drugs and stuff that I'd been given so seriously guys it's just so important that if you're going to be returning to work that you fully recover in yourself physically and overall mentally because there could be some emotional scars there as well like you feel like maybe if it was an illness that you had or something happened you're maybe you're blaming yourself so don't ever feel that you need to do something just because your boss or your manager is at the end of the phone you know really really hassling you you need to be able to communicate with them and say I'm not ready yet and if they're really really pushing you say that i'll you know take some sick leave or think about saying to them that you know i'm still not better i need more time because in all honesty i'm pretty sure that a lot of people who listen to this podcast will not take the piss on this one you know you won't take the mickey on this one you're going to have a legitimate reason as to why you need to recover from that illness and why it's not time for you to go back so i just thought i would mention that so firstly the first tip is just make sure you get better first because until that happens you're not going to be able to do any of the work that you need to and bring the value and the skills that you have as an employee and as someone who is returning to work the second one is is that and i've kind of mentioned this already but i want to go into this a little bit more So I remember when I um, was being quite badly bullied at work, I was suffering from a lot of physical ailments. I had um, a suspected lump in my armpit. I had to have an ultrasound scan on my breast. I um, kept on getting ill a lot. I was suffering from RSI. I was having a lot of physical ailments, guys, like a lot. I think I went to the doctor practically once a month. It was very, very bad. And I didn't fully tell my um, supervisor what was going on. I told her bits and pieces, but I didn't tell her every single thing. And I didn't talk about my physical health issues. And these are just minor ailments. But if you're in a position where you've been in hospital, you're recovering from quite a bad illness, like if you've had the COVID-19 and you're going back to work. I mean, I know most of you will be working from home anyway, unless you're a key worker listening to this. Um, if you're listening to this in the time where we're still kind of in semi-lockdown but it's important that you talk about your illness and if you need to talk to a professional like a counsellor go and talk to them if you're maybe recovering from cancer or something that potentially could have been terminal get support don't put on a brave face and think oh yeah I'm gonna be okay it's all good but tell your supervisors and managers that you 
you know, may not even be able to return full time, that you might have to go part time for a while because your immune system isn't good or because, you know, you're feeling depressed. And, you know, really, really assert yourself here and talk about it because one of the things that I learned during that time is that if I was in full time employment again, I would tell my employee, there are a lot of people I know who suffer from other illnesses, things like, you know, endometriosis and polycystic ovaries. These really, really affect how you work, right? That these are ongoing illnesses. This isn't like an illness that you suddenly get, by the way. But it's important that you tell your employees firsthand, this is the illness I have, talk about it. Do not be embarrassed about your health because your health will affect how you um, show up at work in terms of, I'm not talking about showing up physically, but doing the work to a level that you know that you can do it to be at your best. If you're suffering from ailments in your back, so, you know, um, you have neck pain or back pain and it's an ongoing issue and your doctor is investigating it and nothing is happening, you need to keep on telling your manager that actually I've not come in today because of such and such, but I can still do this work, but I won't be able to do this work for this day, so I need to take time off because I'm physically in pain. You need to assert yourself, seriously. So talk about it and make sure that when you go back, you still tell them there's an ongoing issue, if it is one, so that they do not keep on being on your back. Like seriously, um, I think this is a really important thing to highlight because I think a lot of people when they have depression or they have anxiety for most people is ongoing right because this is why I'm talking about mental and physical health here so when you are having those days if your manager or the organization that you work with are not doing enough to um, like have mental well-being programs in place then tell them <laughs> go to HR or see if you can talk to your occupational therapist. I've spoken to other experts on here, like Haley and like Layla. Um, I'll put both of those episodes in the link below, and Lizzie, where we go into a lot of detail around why mental well-being and health is so important. And it is important, guys. Do not ignore it. So, and do not be ashamed about any illnesses that you may have, physical or mental, or both. Talk about it as much as possible. And the reason why this is going to help you to return to work is because I found that a lot of the women who keep things hidden at work end up putting on a front and it affects how they do their work and I know this through personal experience but I also know this through a lot of the people I've worked with when they put on this brave face and when they pretend everything's all right and they're just getting on with it it doesn't help you not just perform at work but it doesn't help you communicate in the way that you need to and be at your best in general as a human being forget about how you're performing at work because you're not a robot you're a human being and all of us are complex and we have different needs so the more you talk about it the more you're going to be able to release all of that and feel happier at work and feel better at work and that's what I mean by talking about it and the third tip and this is really really important a lot of the time I've noticed when people have been ill at work, including myself, um, it gives them a lot of time for reflection because if you're just watching, you know, TV and sitting in front of the TV or not cooking much or, you know, in a position where you've been in hospital bed or you're not able to physically do anything or you feel very lethargic when you've been ill, 
there's going to be a lot of time to reflect and think about things when you're watching stuff or reading books or doing whatever it is when you've been unwell or even when you've been sleeping you may be having quite vivid dreams or thinking about stuff so this is where you need to ask yourself about if the career and the job that you're in is the career and job you want to carry on being in and this is the time you need to really really question and think about what it is that you want so knowing what you want here is very important before you return to work if you are happy in that job and you know that job is going to fulfill you and you know you have a wonderful manager a wonderful team that you work with everything's all cushy everything's all great awesome and if you know you want to continue there then that's great but if you find that when you return to work Things are not going as smoothly as you want because they're not understanding. So you've spoken, you've told them, look, this is a problem, this is ongoing illness and no one's quite getting it. Or, you know, you're still taking time to recover from that illness and um, you're realising that actually what you want is to actually work for another organisation who actually understands you because maybe your illness was brought on as a result of stress by uh, working in this job. And I'm giving that as an example. It may not be the case. It may just be that you've become ill um, just because, you know, and that's that's a possibility. But if you've realised after a lot of reflection that actually you were burning yourself out and really not looking after your health in the first place and this job is actually one of the causes of that, this is where you need to reevaluate what you want. So if money is an issue, and remember I've spoken a lot about this in other episodes about finances and things like that, and I've done some blog posts, which I'll mention in the show notes as well, about a blog post I did um, around finances, just really, really try and understand what is the root cause of you, you know, preventing you from getting out of this situation, if after some reflection you realise this isn't what you want. If also you do want to go back to work but you've realized that you want like a different position and work you want to do something different after you've reflected and you've thought about that have conversations with your manager or supervisor about that and sorry if you hear um some um kind of saws in the background our gardeners are doing the uh, gardening outside (laughs) i just thought i would mention that but yeah have those conversations with your supervisor and your manager and try and understand that you know try and make them understand that actually you you've you've reflected on a lot and you've brought a lot to this company give examples and say this is what i want to do and remember if they're not willing to listen to you look for another job or try and see opportunities somewhere else where you can be headhunted i think a lot of the time people feel very guilty about doing that (laughs) Or they feel quite stressed because if they really like where they're working, they have an anxiety about what a new job is going to be like. But if you know you're worth it, and if you know that you're more than capable, not just within your health right now, but you know that you've got the capacity to do it as an individual, don't feel guilt. Just do it. Seriously. Um, But it's important to know what you want because the more you know what you want, the more you're going to be able to feel happier as you get better. And if you've fully recovered, and the reason why I'm doing it in two ways like this is because some people who have had long-term illnesses or a reoccurring illness may not always have good and bad days, so I'm trying to like cover both bases. But if you've fully recovered from an illness like I had, um, 
it's actually even better if you know what you want because then you can redirect your career in a way that aligns with you and I know I'm being quite open but one of the reasons I try and be open as possible in this podcast is to help you give some reflection time so one of the exercises that I would suggest to clients if I was working with a client around this is I would just ask them to understand and know what it is they want in a year's time from where they are now so I will give that to you as an exercise if you're listening to this podcast think about where it is you want to be a year from now not just in your house but in your career and your overall life because that's going to help you reflect and understand actually hmm you know I actually do want different things and my illness has helped me reflect on this and remember when I did the episode about setbacks you know I was mentioning a couple of things around how from a setback we grow with health we don't have control of our health sometimes with depending on the illness so it's important to you to have this frame of mind of when you know that you are feeling ill that you give yourself space and time to have a day off or to take that time off to um, understand that you need to be kind to yourself and then when you've recovered from that you can go back and be that amazing person at work or within your team that you need to be because of the skills and the values and the set of different things that you bring to that job because until you're kind to yourself that's not going to happen but a lot of the time the other thing that I notice with women who have health issues who return to work as well is that they do beat themselves up because they feel like when they've had a day off or they've missed a meeting that you know they have this feeling of FOMO and this feeling of oh my god like I've really really missed out on an opportunity there or this has happened or that's happened and as a result of that I can't now (laughs) navigate where I want to be um if you're ill you're ill that day there isn't anything that you can do about that but what you can do is you can decide after a while that you know I know that there are going to be periods of time where I won't be well so you know with the communication part everything's in place but also with you getting better as well you're gonna have a better sense of where you want to be so what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to recap over those three tips (laughs) to help you um, return to work after an illness the first one was make sure that you get better first so You know, being healthy and happy is essentially very, very important. The second one is knowing what you want. Sorry, not knowing what you want. Sorry, the second one is talking about it with your colleagues, with um, your managers, and really, really putting out there that, you know, this has happened to me and that I need time to recover. And the more open you are about things, the more you're going to be able to move forward. And the third one was knowing what you want. And I know I went into quite a lot of depth about that one, but the more that you understand what it is that you want from your career and what it is you want for yourself in terms of your goals and overall well-being the more you're going to be super super happy at work and really be able to communicate where it is you want to go so I really hope that this episode has helped you guys if you um, are recovering from an illness or have a reoccurring illness and feel that this is something that you struggle with I um, would love to support you further with this so please make sure you book a free 15 minute call um, 
or you could have a one hour consultation with me. What I'm going to do is I'm also going to reference some blog posts I've mentioned. Um, there's one I mentioned about stress <laughs> as well. I'm going to add that in here and a few of the other things I've mentioned. But if you've got any questions around this, you want to know anything further, please do get in touch. And I really, really hope that you are all doing well at this time. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It means so much that you listen to this podcast. And if you think this has made a difference to your day, please share it with someone else that you know. If you haven't already, please leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much. If you want to find out more about the Career Happiness Mentor, please subscribe to our newsletter or email me. All the details are in the show notes.